0: Welcome back to the culture of safety. Hey, Matt, how's it been? Good, Joe. How you been? I'm uh, doing good. I know it's been it's been a, a too long, too long. This has been our first episode in, in quite some months. So um, just an update. You know, we, we did move from one location to another. I know a lot of people have been asking, hey, what's the next episode coming out and all this? And I'm like, we're, we're trying we're trying to get it back together. So, you know, we're in a lot better place now. We're in a place where, you know, we can feel secure and, you know, it won't happen to our our equipment. So no, it's good. We're gonna get back. We're gonna start putting out a ton more episodes. It's gonna be more more um, detailed, and yeah, I think we're gonna get back on track again. Awesome. So yeah, I'm excited. But uh, yeah, uh, today we're gonna be again. We're still focusing on the entry level. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, "Hey, you're gonna get to middle management." So I think maybe a couple more episodes, and then and then we'll make that transition to maybe transitioning from entry level and how to get your foot in the door to the next. The next step and how what certifications you need to get and education all that kind of stuff so um, but today we're going to be talking about auditing you know when you go out to a job site and the things and tips and tricks on how to get really good at that because uh I feel that's like a, a special skill I know that a lot of people have difficulty doing like a good thorough audit and finding you know good good quality findings and not just like the oh well you didn't have you know your seatbelt Tucked in, or I don't know. Tucked in. I'm trying to think of like some of the like. I remember one company I worked for. We had a little placard that you would hang on the on the rearview mirror, yeah. and it was like it was like a journey management thing where it's like, hey, do a 360 and make sure that you don't leave the keys in the ignition or inside the vehicle, and blah 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 blah. And like before you leave, you were supposed to read all the little commandments, and then you know, then you would go drive off. And I remember like having a lot of new guys come in. They're like, oh, they didn't have the placard. I'm like, is that? really a finding like that's that's more like compliance not really related to safety like yeah they didn't follow a rule but that rule is not going to protect anybody like i
1: even told them like do you do you read this he goes well no not really i don't know if i completely agree with what you just said right now but mm-hmm. i mean like if they did read it it could potentially well help yeah them. but do they read it every
0: day that's the real that's the real question no. do they read it every day could could they take a test and and pass what's on that thing well, i don't know maybe i don't know most, them i like don't I tell know you, the process most, most of the guys didn't didn't remember even a small iota of what was on there and i was like mm-hmm. well i mean i'm not too worried about a placard i'm
1: worried about bigger things you know no for sure you have dirt in your nails oh okay you know yeah for sure i get what you're saying it's just if a process is in place then there should be some accountability there
0: I I agree Or but get rid of the process. Get rid of or the, or the process. That would be the real trick is if you have a process that's not really adding value, you probably should maybe make mm-hmm. a recommendation like hey, I don't think this process is adding any value and we're reducing time and and reducing productivity. We, maybe we should get rid of it. Obviously that takes a, a separate you know analysis, but yeah, I would I would totally put a challenge on certain processes. Hey, is this really working for us? Mm-hmm. But that's that's like more of like a manager mid-level skill. That they would do is, hey, you know what? We need to audit this this um, this process and see if it's if it's still worth it. Because I know a lot of times people at the time put things into place, and then as time goes on, the effectiveness wears off, and it's like, okay, well, we're still doing processes from like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So,
1: no, I get it. Completely makes sense. So, so you have people auditing that kind of stuff in the field. So let's get into uh, entry level auditing and. Yeah. What else you got? So one of the things I always tell a lot of my
0: new people are the three things. Sights, smells, and sounds, right? As you're walking through different job sites, always look around, right? If you're working in manufacturing, you're going to hear a lot of noise. You're going to see a lot of people movement. You're going to be able to smell things, right? especially if you're working with certain products. Certain smells are good. Certain smells are bad. Certain smells can, can trigger you know, more investigation, So when I, I tell people, when you go out to audit, always, always use your senses, right? First, always listen as you're walking and talking, always listen to the background noise. One of the big ones are like, if you hear something getting dropped, something hammering really, really hard or inconsistently, um, vehicles, um, one of my, my excuse me, one of my biggest triggers is uh, an alarm, right? If I hear a backup alarm, if I hear a quad gas alarm, um, a fire alarm, anything any alarm is going to prompt me to at least look in that direction. Hey, what's going on? If somebody's backing, you know, obviously we're going to, we're going to use our, our auditing skills. Hey, are they backing properly? Do they have a spotter? Are they in an isolated zone? All these, all these things. So that should be like your trigger is, oh, I hear an alarm. Take a look. What's going on? Are there people around? Are they acting safe? Because it's usually the, the dynamic movements. That's when you're going to get a lot of incidents. People are backing. People are moving forward, sideways, whatever. That's where you're going to get those incidents. Um, Of course, smells, I tell people all the time, especially in IH, that's a big one. Um, If you smell weird, caustic smells, sweet smells, understand where that's coming from. If Mm -hmm. I can smell it, it's probably in the air. It's, you know, it's got a, a threshold. If I'm smelling it, I probably should investigate, hey, are my employees potentially being exposed to chemicals? I don't know. Especially, you know, in certain processes where you're like doing powder coating, painting, welding, there's a lot of fumes that occur with pyrolysis. So what's going to end up happening is those chemicals are going to be released. And if you smell them, that's weird. It's a weird smell. What is that? Look into it. Hey, what what's the process? You can, there's a whole host of data that you can find online that tells you, hey, when wow. we're working, I mean, obviously this what the easiest one is, you know, um, stainless steel, hexavalent you know, chrome, right? Hexavalan- chrome, right? if i'm smelling that hey what that's weird what's going I'm not on smelling that <laughs> you're like hmm you're like why do i have a big hole in my nose <laughs> but yeah the smells that's that's a, a real big one chemical smells um detergent smells those are the ones that are, are kind of again one of the little triggers like hey something's going on why why do i smell paint why do i smell caustics why do i smell like why is this my pine salt don't get me wrong i love the smell of pine salt but I shouldn't be walking through the, you know, this area and be like, Hmm, why does it smell like fabuloso? That's kind of weird. Like, did you guys just clean? What were you cleaning? You know? And then of course sites, when you're looking around, look for things, you know, look for things that just don't look right. That's weird. You know, I always, always have that I'm walking by and something catches my eye. I'm like, huh, what is that? Go and investigate is, you know, I mean, there's a, a billion different things that we can talk about specifically, but um, vehicle is not part the right way. Tools lane about uh, housekeeping, Uh, you know, as well as I do, probably the biggest, easiest way to find hazards is look for a messy job site. A, there's tools everywhere. There's trash and stuff all over the place. There's probably going to be more to the story. They're probably behind. They're rushing. There's going to be a high probability that there's going to be some hazards that probably aren't mitigated Mm -hmm. and
1: which obviously could easily lead to injury, illness, all that other stuff. So I completely agree. I think what you said right now, I didn't, I didn't really like notice, but for a long time, but being really observant of everything that's going around on around you is kind of like what separates good safety people from not so good safety people, at least in the auditing aspect.
0: Yeah. And it's Um, a, it's a, it's a skill. It's a talent.
1: It's a skill. Well, yeah, but it's something that you need to work on. You need to develop and you need to be aware of that when you're out there, you're not just getting focused on one thing or you're heading right to a conversation or something like that. You need to make sure that you're paying attention to everything that's going Mm -hmm. on. And something that I like to do is I always like to, uh, I, I like to, wherever I'm going to audit, this is really specific to like construction sites, but right. when I, when I go to like a construction site or something like that, I like to make sure that wherever, wherever I'm approaching from is at a distance. Cause I want to be able to see the entire yeah, in its entirety and kind of just look at everything that's going on right now. Look at the big picture and try to just figure out like, okay, what's going on? Why is this here? Why is that there? is there a better place that this could be or whatever you're yeah, just kind of evaluating and then you walk up and start looking at more of the details and looking for that stuff like okay i just noticed that there is stuff all, all over, over the, the ground place, yeah that's probably a red flag that we needed to start either asking some questions or watching what people are doing and seeing if you see any behaviors that could lead to an incident like you said rushing yeah. or something like that um but observation and and just being really, really aware of your surroundings, I think really sets apart a good auditor from a not good auditor.
0: Yeah. You actually brought a good point that I, I usually it's ironically, I, when I, when I teach this, it's kind of the first thing I start with and I didn't start with it today. So go figure, but I've had a long day. You're right. When you, before you even start the audit, your audit does start at the distance. What is going on? Do you know the process? You know, Mm -hmm. I was in a facility not too long ago with a coworker, and they were like, well, what's going on? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You don't know what's going on? No. Well, why why are we trenching inside of this building? Why is there rebar, all this other stuff? Uh, I don't know. Well, what this tells me, obviously, if you don't know the process, then it's a lot more difficult to identify the hazards. What they're doing, I, I told this individual, I was like, look, they're trenching inside of this building and they're putting, you know, I, I can't, I don't remember my rebar sizes, but it's thicker rebar. What they're doing is they're reinforcing the concrete. So they tore out the concrete, they mm. dug down, it looked like about five or six feet, and then they they put a ton of rebar in there. They're reinforcing the concrete at this location. So that tells me they're probably going to have a higher, oh, probably a much heavier object. So they're probably going to be putting a very heavy machine here, right? So yeah. they need to reinforce the concrete because the concrete foundation that they have it was not intended for this. So now they have to go back and um, up, I don't say update, but um, yeah. ref, not refurbish. I'm, like reinforce. Re- reinforce. Yeah, thank you. Reinforce something. the concrete so that way it can withstand the load. Because, you know, if you didn't know this about construction, before you have a foundation, you have to compact the soil properly. You have to make sure that you pour the foundation and that's tested so it can withstand the weight that you're going to put on it that it's designed for. So obviously they're going to be updating this facility with heavier equipment. They need to put all the stuff up. So it's understanding the process, putting in buildings, where are they at? Are they framing? Are they putting electrical? What are the hazards? Okay, well, I know that they're putting electrical, but wait, they still have some framing to do. Oh, they're putting on a roof. So those are three different crafts working under the same area. So you can kind of figure like, well, there's probably going to be some interaction between the electricians and the roofers, right? Being able to understand the process is very important and key. Because if you don't understand the process, it's a lot harder to understand where they're at, especially in that process. Hey, are they in the beginning, middle, and who are the who are the different people that are involved? Um, processes, even manufacturing, are they? Is it the same product? Where in the where in this um, chain is that product? Is it the inception? Let's say like fruit, uh, like fruit. Excuse me. Like I mean, fruit, vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, is it coming from the fields into the processing facility? Is it going into cold storage? Where is it headed to? Are we washing it, getting it prepped for for packaging and and distribution? Where in this process are we auditing? And where in the process are they at within the construction site or whatever whatever it is that you're auditing? Understand the processes. If you don't know, ask. You know, I always tell people, if you don't know what's going on, ask, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, well, this is what we're doing. So what do you guys do that for? Oh, well, see, the reason why we're doing this is so X, Y, Z. And then after this process, it's this process. Oh, okay. I get it. Now I understand. Um, it's, it's important to understand those things because a lot of times when we're looking, again, for that next level, that next level advisor, that, those are going to be things that you have to be able to understand is understand the processes. It's no longer like, well, I need to learn it. No, you should know these processes already and know how to um, proactively get in there before all these different contractors are working together. If you're going to have cement mixers, you're going to have jackhammers, you're going to have welders, you're going to have, um, I mean, different types of processes. you got to understand how they're
1: going to move. I I agree and disagree with you uh, only because, yes, knowing processes is important, um, but you don't, I mean, I'm trying to think how to explain this. Knowing the process for sure is going to help you uh, audit better. It's going to help you understand what's going on. It's going to help you look for hazards. It's going to help you identify hazards. But there's going to be a lot of times where you're not going to understand the process, and you're not going to have time to learn the process. Yes, you can. And so you have to just there's have no
0: processes out there that you're like, "Oh man, this is going to
1: take an hour." One bit at a time. What are you doing now? What's yeah. next to that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not always going to have an ex- experience when you come to the job True. site and say, "True that." Oh, I know exactly what's going on yeah. right now. But it's, again, it's for entry level. It's not for like mid level. That's why it's even yeah. more so. You're going to come to job sites where you're, ha- you're going to have oh, no boy. clue what's going on. What's going on? And so you, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. Is like ask learn the process if you can learn the process first you're going to be a more efficient safety person in general Mm -hmm. and then while you're learning the process just look for very objective safety things that you know are likely to cause injury or Mm -hmm. something like that and um and then just use that time to learn the process
0: yeah definitely if you're working with machines you look for pinch points i mean just look for the basics exactly look for the that's basics that they
1: teach you oh there's
0: a vehicle okay well, check to make sure the parking brake's set make sure there's no t- no keys in the vehicle and then check the tires you know that's a big thing that a lot of people forget to do check the tires are, are the tires in good condition are they expired is there a trailer attached is it attached properly are you know is, is it in good working condition always look at tools um vehicles look for dents dings damage because that's that's kind of giving you a history of of what what may be occurring so i think that that's a i think that's good i think you're right that you're not always going to know the process is going in but as time goes on as you develop as an entry level individual you should be more familiar again making that transition into the next yeah i guess at an the entry level
1: one. It should always kind of be, that should be the process, but there's going to be at some, if, if at some point oh, yeah. you become you're a always consultant, don't know. yeah, if you become a consultant or something like that, like you're going to be challenged in a lot of different ways when you go to job sites where you may have never even seen this process in your oh, life. Oh yeah, I mean, and you, you kinda, and I have been to places where exactly. like, what? That's What's, what I'm saying, like, what is a clarifier? I've had people ask me before, like I've gone on audits to do things where I had literally no clue what i was going into oh you mean like every other day yeah pretty much <laughs> and the, and uh i've even had somebody ask like so what do you like you don't even really understand the job right like what are you going to do like how are you going to audit and i'm like well i'm going to go in there and i'm going to look at everything objectively with my experience that i have yeah and i'm going to try and identify things that i know could potentially hurt people i'm going to ask questions and i'm going to i'm just going to you know find out yeah, yeah. find out it's kind of like doing a, an investigation a little bit or something well one thing that i've learned and uh, this this goes
0: with, I think, a lot of abilities. Once you get really good at something, you almost get like a second nature at it. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm kind of honing in on what you're what you're trying to say is yeah. you get it like a second nature. Like, yeah, I may not know this process specifically, mm-hmm. but I've gotten so good at auditing and I have such a, a wealth of information and knowledge that I can I can kind of see things and be like, oh, you know what? That's that's probably going to be unsafe because X, Y, Z. And then that's going to kind of like bring up the questions like oh hey i noticed that you guys do this this and this well, how come you guys do it that way exactly and then you're then you can kind of see how how the hazards and the people interact and you're okay i can see how people would get hurt mm-hmm. or this is a process that either needs to get you know more in detail audit to make changes or hey no this thing's pretty good like, i don't know what you're talking about it's like a like a second sense mm-hmm. um when i was in wrestling i had that kind of sense where you know it made no sense to me at the time but my brother-in-law was telling me that yeah, eventually you'll get to the point where you can know where their body is even though you can't see them because they're behind you trying mm-hmm. to do a move like oh that that makes no sense but then when i got into wrestling and got better at it then i kind of figured out like hey i know their body is positioned like this just uh, by the way that they're holding me so and then you can do certain moves and stuff like that and that's kind of how it is with auditing i, I would say Almost like almost every skill, you know. When you get really, really good and you finally tune that skill, you it's almost like second nature. Like you can, I'm like, oh, okay, I already know. Like yeah. it's like I always tell my coworkers, always tell me, like, dude, it's always weird watching you go through an audit because you're always looking over when you hear mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I'm, I hear a backup vehicle. I already know. Look, hey, is are they wearing vests? Are they doing X, Y, Z? Oh, I see. You know, they're doing this process in manufacturing. Okay, well, I know there's slip, trips, hazards, all this other stuff. Is there open machines, open guards? da da da. da, da. You you get. Familiar with these processes, you get familiar with with uh, auditing. You can kind of, oh, hey, that doesn't look right. What's that's gonna that's gonna be your trigger? That doesn't look right. That doesn't smell right. That doesn't sound right. Let me investigate. Mm-hmm. I think I learned that skill really heavily when I was offshore because we're on a very sh- small platform and everything echoes. Oh, okay. Everything echoes. So if somebody dropped a tool, I would know instantly because I would hear it. I mean, like, bing, bing, bing. Oh, Oh. That sounded like I was downstairs. Let me go check. Oh, sure enough, they were on a ladder improperly or or whatever. You know, and I they was were... gonna say
1: if you smell something like bad oh, on an God. offshore, that's probably not that's probably good normal. For you.
0: No, it's normal. <laughs> Offshore's got a lot of weird smells and sounds. Yeah.
1: Mm. Especially when you have painters and electricians. But if you smell like smoke or something like that and you're offshore, that's probably not a good thing. Oh, yeah. If I smell smoke, somebody's getting their butt kicked.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um one of the skills that I I I honed in on was that auditing was day to day. And I, I, it's kind of hard to explain, but when you go out to like the same job site, right? If you, if you have an area of focus or area of operations mm-hmm. and you go out and maybe not the same day, maybe the next day or, you know, within the same week mm-hmm. and you're looking at the same work, sometimes you can notice things that change. One of the ones that I had is we were doing like a, a, a pipeline. We were rolling a pipeline next to some vegetation. Well, I remember we were working on this pipeline like about a week, week or two later. I noticed like two segments back, there was a burnt bush. And I asked my employees about it. I said, like, hey, why is that bush over there? Why is it all black? And <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. It, it was just like, it was more like they tried to do it, but they kind of did a half a half butt job of trying to cover it up. They like threw a little bit of dirt and tried to make it look like it was natural. I was like, guys, you couldn't even like pull it out. Like I wouldn't have noticed If you had pulled it out, like, Mm. I can't see it, but you see this big old black, like, like charred section of the bush. And I'm like, obviously, I know that you guys had a fire and you guys put it out. But the problem is you guys aren't telling me. And those I think those are the little key things that you'll you'll learn is if you see like incidents or evidence of of an accident or something like that. Mm -hmm. Those are good kind of clues on showing you like, hey, there's something wrong. With our culture, there's something wrong with our our management systems uh vehicles, a big one with vehicles small like small little dents, scratches you know it it doesn't take a whole lot of investigation, but you're like, "Oh hey, I'm seeing the same crew over and over and over, and all of a sudden one day you're like, "hmm, I don't remember that dent being on the side of that door, yeah, you know, and so that that may give you hints like, hey, maybe there's something wrong maybe maybe they're you know being
1: pushed to not um." to not report what about people like what do you mean people like do you ever see somebody i don't know with a band-aid or with a maybe they're walking <laughs> they're walking uh, a little funny uh, you're no or they're anything no. like that Dude, y- i see y- anything 100%. on a person i'm like hey man what's going on like what happened to your finger uh, oh you know this or that and it just happened a couple days ago i was like no what to your you're finger? right yeah i had like, a guy oh.
0: hobble over to me you you know, know, i'm like really bro you're gonna you're gonna hobble over what happened you know, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, well, this is what happened, bro. What happened?" Well, I'm like, "Well, why won't you tell me?" You know, and that again, that's the thing I always do that reinforcement. Like, look, I'm not gonna get mad. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get mad at you. I want you guys to report. I'm not here to, you know. And again, you you have to do it within the context of where you work. I know yeah. there's a lot of places that have bad safety cultures, and we have do have safety cops out there, so people are wary. But just, you know, if you're listening to the podcast and you're probably invested in safety and you probably don't want to be a safety officer, you want to be somebody who people can trust and and be able to tell you, hey, I had an accident. Please take care of me. Because there's a lot of bad people out there. And I'm hoping that the people listening to this are are good, good natured people. And they that's what they came into this field for is helping people. Let them know that you're there for them. Hey, I'll take care of you. Whatever I got to do, if you know, make sure you get back to work, you know, safe and sound. Because the sad part is, is there's a lot of places that will do some, you know, shady things and people get hurt and they'll they'll sweep it under the rug or, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll just fire him. We we don't we don't need that guy, you know, and I'm dealing with that with a couple of people right now is, you know, they had an accident and the company went the wrong way with it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, now they're in in legal uh, legal proceedings. So I'm like, hey, that you are in that. That's At the end of the day, people still don't feel good. Nobody wants to take other people to court. No, nobody does. That's not fun. No, it's never fun. You're over there, lawyers. Lawyers are grilling you. Some lawyers might want to take people to court. Well, I know. Don't <laughs> be wrong. There's, there's, there's those people. We, especially you and I, we live in California, so there, there are people that are like that. That are, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for my lawsuit. Mm-hmm. You know, just waiting for somebody to wrong me so I can sue. There are some of those people, but for the most part, most people don't want to be in a court. That especially, you know being grilled by two or three lawyers and in front of everybody and everything you're saying is being, you know, written down. So, but at the same time, CYA, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are going to do that stuff. So just
1: make sure you protect yourself, protect your people. And a quick note on that is even if it didn't happen at work, I, I, I still like to ask them about it and ask them what happened because 100. Uh, percent let's say they're limping and they sprained their ankle this weekend and they didn't, they didn't tell anybody but now they're going to go around all day lifting stuff up, lifting stuff. And guess who bought it? OK, now now guess what happened. So I just I always try to watch out for that kind of stuff, because uh, if I do see something like that, I'm probably going to go talk to the supervisor and be like, hey, just so you know, I saw he hurt his ankle. It happened over the weekend. But no, maybe the real give question him-
0: is, how come the supervisor saw him limping and he didn't say anything? something like that? That's you know usually what I ends mean. up the, the conversation being. But you could prevent a non-work related injury turning Becoming into work and a work related injury. A hundred percent. Well, not just that, but I would say if you notice these things, let's say, like, let's say use your example. Oh, you know what? I was limping. I was skateboarding. Uh, I've had this one before. I was skateboarding and I landed wrong and I rolled my ankle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Understandable. You know, obviously we have to deal with the whole work thing, but I tell them too, how come you're, how can we doing unsafe things outside of work? How come you're not protecting yourself? You know? I mean, I certain things obviously car accidents you can't really help, but yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure you've had it plenty of times where an employee does, you know, side job, goes and gets hurt, power tools whatever, and then comes into work, "Oh, this happened at work," it didn't or this happened at home, didn't happen at work. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're we're concerned about the whole we're buying it too, but at the same time like how come you're unsafe at work uh, at home? That just tells me that you're probably not a very safe person cuz if you're safe at home, you're probably going to be safe at work. If you're only safe at work cuz somebody's watching you, then that that's probably I would probably say there's a probably high uh, high probability that you're probably going to be the next injury, you know what I mean?
1: So that can, gives me a chance to kind of promote that safety outside of work. Hey, I know you're real big on that. I am. I, I like I, it. I like it. I'm not as good at doing it as you. I, I'll give them little stuff like this. They're so like, oh yeah, I was mowing the lawn and something s- flung up and smoked me like in the arm and cut yeah. me. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, had- well, what are you doing, dude? You know you're supposed to wear safety glasses yeah. or something like that. You know, but- I mean. Uh, uh, it, as much as it pains me, I do the same thing.
0: I'm going to be doing stuff. Oh, better wear gloves, better mm-hmm. glasses. Why? Because, you know, you got to live your values. But yeah, you're right. I am, I am all about that. Making sure people are safe at home. Because at the end of the day, you know, they have a family to take care of. And people will, I will guarantee you, I know because I've had this experience, people will hide injuries so that they, they can go back to work. Oh, for 100%. 100% they will. And I, I tell them, look, I'm not here to kick you out of your job. I'm not here to fire you.
1: Sometimes it sucks because they have to go home because you know that they're hurt and they, you don't want them to get more hurt. Yeah. But they don't want to go home and, but, you know, it, it sucks but that's,
0: but that's the thing I tell them. like, Look, don't think of it as a punishment. Think of it as a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Next time, wear your PPE. Next time, do the things that you're supposed to do to protect yourself. These things do happen. You do get hurt outside of work. It's going to cost you. Next time it might not be so, so good. You might have a really bad accent. I've had people chop the tips of their fingers off with a saws and they're coming to me. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. You know, I let you down. I'm like, hey, look, man, at the end of the day, you pay your bills, not me. <laughs> and that's your finger. Yeah, that, that, those are your fingers, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sad. You know, I, you know, let's be honest. We all, some of us learn the hard way. You know, I was a kid. I was a teenager once. I learned the hard way. Let this be a lesson so it doesn't happen again. And I tell people, take that story and tell other people. Hey, you know what? Yeah, Joe's right, man. Protect yourself at home because, yeah, I was out of work for X, Y, Z amount of days mm-hmm. and it hurt my pocket and I, I didn't have any way to work, you know. And that's why I try to make sure I tell my employees before they get, hey, look, I'm telling you now. Heed my advice. I, you know, I, I've done many years of this and I've been everywhere. Take my advice now or learn the hard way. It's OK. Either way, you're going to learn. Just learn it now. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean sometimes people take a couple of times to figure it out. But yeah. Um, I know we kinda of little got on the tangent on that, but again, that's still part of auditing. Yeah. You know, the the approach. Walking up. Um, on the walk up, look look at look at the crew, look at the people and look what they're doing. If all of a sudden I know we've said this before, if of they sudden they're like bolting in one direction, or grabbing the paper rack, the yeah, riding behind the <laughs> truck. Um I've, I've had it where people are like stashing things underneath machines in you know manufacturing or food. They're Plain like kicking things away. around, you know. You whatever like weird movements. If they're not just like, oh hey, they notice you, they get their stuff and they walk to you, or they notice you and, and they don't really change what they're doing, that's good. That's good, right? It's just when they all of a sudden like, hey, they noticed me and they started walking over to this machine, or they walked over to that machine, or they like you said, they're filling out paperwork, or they're one of my favorite ones when I was uh, uh working is they would go and run the, they would have one guy run and get the fire extinguisher, and the fire extinguisher was like a hundred feet down the way where you know, where they were. Where they were working like maybe two or ago. three hours ago, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't obvious. And I always tell the the guy, that wasn't obvious at all. He's all, yeah, I know, man. I'm like, that is, oh, good. No, no, I was like, that's that. That's you know, yeah, I, I know, I, I messed up, and that's not the point. The point is that just be more cognizant of the work that you're doing. I know that again, when we're working static versus dynamic, dynamic is a lot more harder because you have to constantly be reevaluating your job yeah. site. Static, you're just working here as long as nobody gets in your little bubble, you're fine, mm-hmm. right? machines, manufacturing, uh sometimes even heavy equipment if you're not really moving very far, you're good, right? As long as no hazards get in your little bubble, you're fine. But if you're in a dynamic and you're moving this way, that way, that's when you're going to run into the hazard that you have to constantly look around. You have to constantly be reevaluating. But yeah, just always like you said, big picture and then we start getting a little bit closer, like mid-range, notice what what's going on, what are they doing? Is everybody working? Are they kind of like kickback having a break? You know, notice when you see that they notice you watch what happens afterwards mm-hmm. as I try and do something sneaky and don't be like, oh, I saw that and, and try to be hard. Oh, I saw that. And just make make sure like, hey, I saw I, I, I'm going to go investigate. Just tell me now what it is. I always say I, I kind of play a game with my guys, especially when I get really good rapport with them. I'll play like I'll play a game with them. Like, OK, tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong with your job site. And I tell them if you can tell me what's wrong with your job site, we're good. And for the most part, most of the guys would do a, a really good job. Like, oh yeah, you know, what? I noticed that this wasn't there, or hey, I noticed that wasn't there.
1: Good. You don't do that every time. You only do that no, if you no, see something I mean, wrong, right? I, no, I I do it like. You're not one of those guys that's like, there's always something wrong with your job site. No, tell me what no, it is. it's
0: more like it's lighthearted. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. you know, I have a good rapport with them. It's not like the first day and they're like, what, 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 what kind of weird game is this? You no, know, I I get to know them. I get to know about their families and all this stuff. I have that that good rapport with them. And then you know it's usually if I notice it, it's usually something very insignificant, really, or pretty obvious, or something like. Or pretty really obvious! Easy I'm like, to hey, fix. so we're gonna play a game. And he's like, oh, great! Like let me figure out what's wrong. And you're like, start oh, looking around. Like that's what's wrong. Good. As long as you're able to recognize that something's wrong, that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I want you to be reevaluating your job site, but hey, I, I get it. I've been on job sites. I've been in the field before, where you know, I'm I'm super busy. I'm doing ten thousand things, and you know it's like how do i how do i manage every single thing i know one of the things that really can can bite people is if you if you like a supervisor or um i say the word supervisor as in like somebody who's overseeing other people mm-hmm. not like a direct supervisor like that's your position but you know foreman supervisor shift lead i mean we can go on and on for the different names but you're you're overseeing other people's work and I know that's like a real tough spot to be in because oftentimes is you'll have one person who's not paying attention and not doing the job right. And then you can get deemed for that. And I tell him, like, look, man, I understand. I'll talk to them and I'll try to get them on the same page. So that's that's the thing is always be kind of lenient, lean towards like, hey, we all make mistakes.
1: Yeah. So like you said, like in your example, if that guy forgot to do whatever it is that day. Cool. No big deal. Now, if I come back three days in a row and every single time yes. it's the same thing, Again, now we that, have a problem. <laughs>
0: that's that whole progress thing where you're noticing it's not an isolated incident. It, be, mm-hmm. it becomes a trend. Hey, I'm noticing day by day by day. Like, hey, why is it always this? Why is it always that? And like, we had this talk, right? And that's unfortunately when you have to get to that point where you're like, okay, you know, now we have to elevate this. Like okay, you didn't take me the first, second, or third time seriously. I've, obviously, it depends. You know, don't just go yeah. one, two, three. But you know, if it's a very serious, be like, hey, you know, we got elevated pretty quickly. Look, this can't happen again, right? If working within ten feet of a overhead power line. Some right? guy standing underneath so, a load,
1: or something. yeah, you know,
0: like the obvious, like, dude, this is not gonna happen again. Trust me, I will make sure that you understand this never happens again. You know, so obviously the the crime should fit, fit the punishment one hundred percent. But yeah, I would I would say that. Yeah, make sure that you're you you do pay attention. Recall like, hey, what was the issue with this crew last time or last week or last month or you know, obviously I can't I can't talk about every single job location, but I'm trying to remember like what it was like in oil and gas and refineries and you know, power plants, manufacturing, food food manufacturing plants and stuff like that. Like what what would be the difference in these different areas? But just making sure that you that you note those things. Attention to details really big in in the auditing and safety world. If you're not being able to identify these these things, you know, you're going to, you're going to miss out a lot. And then you're going to have a very reactive, um, a very reactive environment rather than a proactive environment.
1: Nope. I completely agree. Man, we hit auditing pretty good. You got any other tips? Mm. I think one of the tips that I was thinking while you were explaining something a little while ago was, Oh, it was when you walk up and watching the way that they react to you. Right. Yes. And, and stopping work and stuff like that. And I really, this is my, this is my personal thing. But I really like to get the guys to, and when I show up, I don't want any, I don't want them to do anything. I don't want them to come and talk to me. I don't want them to cut stop work and go get paperwork to show me. Like, all I want them to do is to continue working. And if I want something, I'll go You'll ask get them. them. I'm the same way. That, um. That's what I like to, I mean, I know some people like to walk up and then they'll wait there and they'll wait for everybody to stop working. Uh-huh. And they'll wait for them all to walk over to them and be like, hey, what's going on? Hey, everybody, or, let's have, a, let's have a powwow. Not me. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll be honest with you, and I know I'm gonna probably get a lot of flack online for this, but I do not believe in, um, what is it called? <laughs> I was gonna say stop work authority, but um, you don't believe in stop work no, authority? No, that. <laughs> God, I don't dang. believe in the meet and greet. Oh. And let me and let me let me explain why. And I it, I. I do believe in the process. I do believe in the meet and greet process. Mm-hmm. But for me and what I've always told my guys is, look, you guys are busy. You guys have productivity. You guys have things to do. Mm-hmm. I understand the hazards. I come here every day or every other day, depending on whatever job site I'm at. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear your JSA all the time. Yeah. When I first meet you, 100%. Again, it goes into the whole leadership and understanding your people. Or if you're doing
1: some weird job. Oh, yeah.
0: If, if it's like a first-time task. Yeah. A hundred percent, but if it's like a project or we're on the same manufacturing line, you know, it's the same job day after day after day. I mean, there might be slight changes in location, all that stuff. But if it's still the same job, like I don't need to hear the hazards every single time. I don't need to know that, you know, the hazards every time I get to know you, I get to learn who you are. I talk to you and I see first time I'm interacting with you, I'm trying to see what your brain is processing. Are you able to see the hazards? Are you able to mitigate the hazards? Do you know the processes? Those are the first like four or five interactions I usually get. I, I want to hear it. Hey, tell me everything about your job. What are we doing? Oh, this is this, this. What are the hazards? This, this, and this. How do you protect yourself? Dot, that, that. What are some other things you need to know? Da, 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 right? I'm I'm looking to see first of all, how long have you been here and how much you know versus that time. Have you done this before? Is this new to you? You know, trying to understand who you are, where you are in the process of learning your job. I like I said, I get to know these people. Once I get to know you, then I tell them, look, I don't need this. If you want me to sign your JSA, I'll go and sign your JSA. let I tell yeah. them, just let me walk in your job, do a quick 360. I might say, hi, hey guys, how's it going? Fist bumps. Everything looks good, guys. Shake your hand and I'm out. Yep. You know, tell them. I, I'm. It's no disrespect. I, I know it's your job site and I always make sure I get that clearance. Like, hey, is it okay if I do this? And you say, well, do I have to stop and meet and greet you? No. Do I have to do this? No. And I tell them why. Look, over the past couple of days, we've talked. I understand that you know the process. I trust in you. And I believe in you. And I know that if you're going to make mistakes, it's going to be mm-hmm. minor. If there's some major ones, we'll talk about that later. But I just want to go on your job site, do a 360, make sure everything's good. Yep. Say hi to everybody. Make sure everybody sees me. Make sure that they they feel comfortable coming to me whenever they need anything. And then I'm going to go on to the next job site. Because I don't need to sit there and ruin your productivity. And, dah, 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 and, exactly. and, and actually saved me one time. Because I remember a supervisor came up to me and goes, Joe, how come you guys you guys are costing us so much productivity? And I said, What do you mean? He goes, Yeah, bro, you're over here talking to these guys for 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, What job site are you on? I said, bro, what I told him like, watch me. And sure enough, one day he sat there and he watched me go through 16 of his of, of his individual job sites. And it was like an hour and a half, probably, because I had to walk. It was it was quite some distance from one spot to another. And I literally, was, hey guys, how's it going? Fist bumps probably less than five minutes on each job site Mm -hmm. and he was like so what's going on i don't know it's not me it's like for the most part you know and and it ended up biting me in the butt later on because then they're like no you need to do you need to do meet and greets and i'm like (laughs) i mean if that's what you guys want to do i'll do it you know i get i get the process and i want to reinforce it but i tell them look i make a deal with those individuals yeah i've been on this job site 10 times now i know what you're doing
1: yep i know you know what you're doing Is it okay if I just come right through? And usually, like I said, most of you are like, yeah. That's what I do. I like to, I like to mix it up. Just like you said, first couple times, you know what? Just give it to me as if I wasn't. If I don't know what's going on, yeah. Like I wasn't, because I want to make sure that if somebody important from somewhere else, like the customer something something comes up, they're able to do that. Once that's once that's good and I'm like, all right, you got that down, there's no point, man. I don't need to, I
0: don't need to know if you know the hazards.
1: So I'll I'll switch it up sometimes sometimes I'll come on the job site. Sometimes side. you wear like a mask. I'll watch them for a while or whatever, and you're coming like a company, a different
0: company vehicle. No, like, no, I'll, no. You have like a fake mustache. Hi, my name is uh, Chad.
1: Uh, I should definitely do that. <laughs> my name's <is> Chad. <laughs> <laughs> like like crudely like based on like a like SNL all style, crooked. all crooked. No, but. I was saying sometimes I I come up and I'll talk to the guys. Sometimes I'll come up, I'll watch them, and then I'll just be like, "You guys good? Yep. All right, I'm out." Like I don't even go up and talk to them. Like I just literally I watch them for a little bit, look around, make sure everything looks good, and then I'll I'll ask them usually like, "Are you guys good?" Like make sure they don't need something from me. Right, right, right. And then I'm out. Like and I'll mix it up. Sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I'll talk to them. Sometimes I'll every once in a while, even if I know they do a good job, maybe it's been four or five months, Hmm. and I'll be like, "Hey, yeah, let's do it." You make a good point. Let's go through it. I think that's something that I did not include is. Don't get me wrong. Do
0: that 100%. Go through, go through, and then mix it up. You're like, you know what? It's been a while since I've heard one of your- You got to. Your, I've seen people talks.
1: slip sometimes. You're
0: right. And I think that's a good point. I, I, I apologize for not mentioning that because that is true. I 100% do that. Sometimes I will throw a monkey wrench in there and see how, see how well they're able to adapt. Like Not, not intentionally to catch them up. I'm like, ha, mm-hmm. I caught you. But more like, ah,
1: oh, you're starting to slip. You're well, starting to get is, complacent. This is what's happened to me. Is I, I, I remember this very specifically. I remember the guy and everything. Dude, super good. Really smart. He's one of those guys that they had elevated to like a supervisor role for a while and then brought him back down when times were, you know, a little harder. Yeah. So he knew what he was doing. I went through a bunch of meet and greets with them. Hopefully everybody knows what a meet and greet is. Yeah. I don't know that's, if that's when real.
0: you, that's when you show up to a job site and you're just, you're just talking to the individual. Sometimes you have to stop. They, they will stop the actual work. Some places won't. It just depends on, you know, the culture and stuff like that, but it's just, it's just you. They're and, running
1: through their plan. Yeah, they're telling you what's all the going on and, and the hazards and mitigations. Yeah. But anyways. I knew he was good, went through it with him a few times, and then I did this. I stopped, go- I stopped going through with him. I would just come on the job site, watch him, you know, my normal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I go out, and I'm with an, a customer. We're doing a joint audit, and I'm like, all right, I know this dude's like, on it. Yeah. I'm taking him to him. It had been a couple months since I had asked him to do, like, a full, full meet-greet with me. I take him. The dude's stumbling all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's missing uh, stuff. And I was like, what is going on? He and got he, nervous. And I asked him. I went back, like, a, probably the next day or something, he's like, He's like, I hadn't done one in a while. I kind of just, I kind of just, you yeah. Know. Sometimes it. It's he didn't a, have the repetition. They call it a perishable skill. If you don't use it, sometimes you do lose it. If you don't
0: use it, you lose it. Yeah. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? That's exactly what the forty-year virgin. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. It's it again. It's really important to uh, to throw a monkey wrench in there every once in a while. And it's not to. It's not again. It's not a, to trip him and get him. Ah, I got you. But it's no. more like, hey. Sometimes it's like, hey, are you complacent? I know uh, I tell that to a lot of my people. Complacency is one of the biggest ones. It affects people every single day. So it's just, hey, kind of throw a monkey wrench in there, hey? Sometimes, yeah, bro. It's not always, it's not always the same day. Same, uh, same, uh, same thing, different day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes work sites change. And you just got to make sure that you're able to focus and, and adapt on those things. So even I'll be honest with you. I've had that before myself personally when I was still in the field. For sure, uh, you know I, I I pride myself like everybody, else, other every safety guy. I was one of the best safety guys, and I could sit there and I could tell you all the steps and all the st- you know everything that they wanted to hear, and I would have the books and I'd have all this stuff, and they're like, oh wow. And I remember one time I don't remember what it was. I made, I was having an off oh, day, wow. and I was I just couldn't do it, and I was like, and it was fun. it was cool though because the person that was auditing me knew, and I was just like, I don't. I don't know. My brain's not working today. I don't know what's going on. You know, there's some days that that happens. You know, we all have bad days, and such is life. But mm-hmm. as long as he was cool about it, and he's actually one of the guys that I actually looked looked up to because he was kind of one that kind of pushed me into getting my bachelor's. So I was, he's like, "Yeah, Joe, you, you can totally do it." Was
1: it me? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Remember, you guys want
0: to harken back to uh, the first couple episodes where we talking about experience versus education, which, of course, we both agreed that you need you should have both, but having yeah. having doesn't just because you don't have a degree does not mean you don't know what you're doing just remember that wait say it again just because you don't have a degree oh yeah does not mean you don't know what you're doing there's a lot of i those, love elon those.
1: musk tweets about him and his uh i want to bring him on for education versus experience let's see if we could do that first of all
0: <laughs> elon musk is like a like like way off of the scale If you statistically look, people that have higher educations make more money and have more fulfilled lives than people with lower
1: education. No, he just talks about a lot of times he doesn't hire solely on education. 100%. I don't think you ever should. He actually weighs the person's, like, Whatever you call them, I don't know what we talked about on this, sto- this show before, but like natural skills or yeah, like,
0: like intellect, communication, exactly, like logical thinking. We had, I just had a conversation about that. Like we call them qualifications, and when people think of the word qualifications, they think like, oh, well, it's a degree and it's certifications and it's this and that. Well, all I took was a uh, uh, perfect. Hey, perfect example, Matt. Everybody, Matt only has a what is the risk safety risk management certificate that's it all he that's all he has that's the only formal education he has does not mean you can't become a great manager it does not there's a lot of other critical thinking skills problem solving ability to adapt ability to read there's a lot of other skills other quote unquote qualifications that you can have now does getting a degree help hell yeah it helps Mm -hmm. you break things down a lot better right i think I think uh, John McCann, when he came in, I, I could not explain it any better than he did. He's just like, no, oh, it just helps you do this, 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 this. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, that's 100% true. A lot of people think, oh, I don't have the education. I don't have this. I don't have that. Education could be anything. Like I said, if you, if you could read, you know, one of those books, the Brower book, the engineering book about safety, and you can regurgitate that stuff to me, that's, mm-hmm. dude, that book alone is probably better than that risk management class. Not to be mean, but that thing is very comprehensive. That mm-hmm. book is very comprehensive. It talks about a lot of stuff. It's education. If you can take that knowledge and regurgitate yeah. it and
1: apply it to real world situations, it's great. For sure. Just because you don't have an education, formal education, a formal education does not mean that you can't learn or that you don't no. know anything. The only mm. thing is, it's hard to prove to somebody that you don't know, like a new employer. Uh, you know what? That you, that I'll, you tell know you, I'll tell you this much. This
0: is something that I've kind of learned in the past past couple of years because I've had a lot of job interviews and before the qualification just got me the interview you know that's 100 mm-hmm. percent. but i cannot put my experience and my knowledge on a piece of paper i i would ha- be hard-pressed to see if you would be able to do the same
1: Mm-mm.
0: you have a lot of experience you have a lot of knowledge and in, in for you to take one whole page front and
1: back and be able to explain everything that you could do and everything you know i just try be to very, hit be very hard. some really high level keywords that they know that most entry-level people wouldn't know
0: yeah it's 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 hard i'm like hey i have a wealth of knowledge i've been doing this for more than 10 years i've been in many different industries for me to sit here and just put everything on a piece of paper is 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 impossible that's i need to sit down in front of you and talk and elaborate hey Mm -hmm. this is what's going on this is what i've done this and i've done that that is a skill that in itself is being able to take those and reflect and say hey look yeah i don't have a chst i don't have this That is a goal of mine to get, but right now I'm not in that place where I can, but this is how I can benefit you. I have this skill. I have critical thinking and I can, you know, a lot of times show proof. Okay. Well, show me a time you use critical thinking. Well, you know, I had this problem and I had two competing values and I needed to move this. and I needed to move that. And so I had to figure out, you know, be able to elaborate that that's another skill
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and, and developing that within yourself is, is, is important, you know, especially if you want to get those, those good paying jobs. Getting into the career, that's a good good, good foot in the door kind of kind of skill as well.
1: All right. I think we did pretty good today. Yes. Maybe we wrap 100%. it up. Do we have anything in our mailbag we want to cover or any news we want to talk about? Um, so let's go with our news.
0: So we do have our first sponsor. It's called Tap Talk. It's uh, the new digital um, like business card. If you guys go to taptalk.com, uh, I believe it's taptalk.co. And you guys can get a 15% dis- discount by typing in Safety Joe, 50% discount on all the cards. It's really cool if you guys want to see some videos. I know there's some YouTube videos, but it's it's a change on the old school type of um, cards. I'll be honest with you. I have, Matt, I don't know how many you may have, but I have maybe at least 100, 100 plus business cards from everywhere i've been oh you yeah. know, stacks stacks and i'll be honest with you most of those people probably don't even work there anymore mm-hmm. you know so it's like how how effective is that you know how effective is it if i need to find some information or find somebody how can i get a hold of them so this new business card what it automatically does is you tap it onto people's phones and, and there are some limitations it has to be a newer phone but obviously as time goes on more people are going to have newer phones and it's going to work with all phones eventually right but it's a little like the one that I have with Tap Talk. It's a steel It's a steel uh, business card. It's a black and gold, really pretty. And you tap it onto their phone and your information automatically comes up. They can directly input your information into your phone automatically. Your phone number, your address, websites, social media. On mine, it has our podcast. So that if they are interested, hey, you know what? I'm interested in your podcast. Hey, check it out. Tap their Tap their phone and it automatically goes to either like Spotify or Apple Music. There's a bunch of different ones and you can you can kind of custom and create it. And I I've I've kind of introduced it to a lot of people and people are like, oh wow, that's really cool. My like, yeah, guess that's, that's the new way. Spending, you know, 40, 50 bucks for 200 cards. I'll be honest with you, I've bought I think three or four different mm-hmm. business cards sitting all over not to be mean matt but your business card is sitting in my car in my,
1: in my house they're not even good anymore no. i bought them last year but i moved we moved addresses moved. and now guess what i just have 150 business cards sitting here for no reason you know and and that's
0: the thing that i i was looking for a new one because i'm i've got a new industry um as a side business and i'm like well how am i gonna how am i gonna navigate this i have two different businesses they are in completely different ones in financial mm-hmm. ones in safety and consulting Like, how am I going to be able to thread the needle on this? And I was looking for different solutions. And that's when I ran into this tap talk, T-A-P-T-O-K. Great. Tap it. Your your information comes up. Another one that's good is they have a little dot now. The little dot, you can either put it on the back of your phone or if you have some type of display, you can put on a table and they can come and tap on that table Mm -hmm. and all that information still comes up. So if you're like into business or, you know, just you want to have a little bit of flair, like, oh, I have a cool business card. Check it out. Tap it on their phone. And like, oh, wow. The best part is it's not gonna. It's not a piece of paper where they got to put it in their pocket. Put made it out in of metal their wallet. It goes directly into their phone. Mm-hmm. Click, add to, con- uh, add to contacts. Everything shows up. Now you know that your information is in their phone now if they need to get a hold of you boom, your phone number is right there they don't have to go, oh wait where's that card oh i lost it or i threw it away or i put it in the wrong pile or you know trying to go through i, I have a stack at home of like like so more than 100 mm-hmm. just in case you never know i'm like hey oh hey does that guy still work here no oh you remember him okay cool yep um but again this this new tap talk it's it's a really good but yeah safety joe promo code safety joe yeah it, the the promo code is safety joe so yeah check, check it out yeah it's pretty awesome um, and then we had, uh, actually one of our, one of our people gave us an email and he pretty much stated that he was a firefighter. He enjoyed listening to us. Um, he'd been 20 years and he's going to retire. He went to school, um, at Columbia Southern. Woo. Go Knights. Boo Matt. And he's trying to transition. And, uh, into I know into a safety career into, to, uh, yeah, into a safety career. Probably should, <laughs> probably should elaborate on that. Twenty twenty one. Trying to uh, transition into being from being a firefighter into a safety career, and uh, Matt and I were talking about this before the show, and, and we both know some individuals that have mm-hmm. have done very successful, not not just in the private sector but in the public sector as well. So um, yeah, what I would do is just you
1: know reflect whatever you learn in in the safety field and reflect it into your in your experience. Listen, the guy is already on the right track. He's yeah. already about to get his degree. He has twenty years of firefighting experience, which is like. It is closely it's related to safety It's yes, yeah. public safety. You're helping people. You're still there's still so much safety yeah. that goes NFPA into firefighting. One hundred and one, you learn so much. Uh, business, tons of stuff like that. You see a lot of firefighters get into like hazmat kind of stuff. Hazmat and, construction. And, and, yep, tons and, of things like that. Um, a lot of that knowledge that you've learned in twenty years, of course, is going to translate gonna over. Translate. And so you're already on the right track with the degree. So you have the piece of paper to show that uh, you know you, that you actually know what you're talking. You actually about. know what you're talking about in the safety realm. I think he said he's going for a CSP. Yeah. So, I mean, once he gets that like yeah, once he gets the the GSP then, or once he goes through that
0: qualified program, then yeah, he's qualified to take the CSP. So
1: Yeah, I mean, and then and then he, I think I don't know if he was asking like what else he should do, but I think once you get to that point, you should really look at what is your like what industry are you trying to get into and then maybe make whatever it is that you go after next more industry specific. Yeah. Um because if you're going to go into construction, that's a lot different if you're going to go to aerospace or if you're yeah. going to go to whatever a public sector public sector, it's, yeah it's all going to be really different uh,
0: another, another good tip too is you know look at look at the job boards, mm-hmm. you know before you oh hey, I'm getting ready to graduate, and that's one, something I did when i when I was graduating, like no joke two, three months maybe before I graduated I would do I was already I'm like, hey, I'm on my last class, this is what's going on. they were already like, oh, you already have it' it's it's, it's almost in your hand, yeah, except for that one job um (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. that one job you're like nope gotta have it in hand like okay but that was a public job so that obviously the standards are a little bit different but you know I show them like look I have this experience I have this knowledge da 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 you know I could show you I can you know with with a lot of uh the colleges you can pull your transcripts for free online hey Mm -hmm. I can pull it right now and send it to you showing you like hey I've passed these classes I've done this this and this look at the job board start maybe start interviewing now you know if you're already ready to retire or if you're ready to make a change in your in your um industry or your career you're like hey no i'm transitioning into safety or i want to do this start doing it now and i'll be honest with you right now is probably a good time i can't speak for everywhere we're in california but a lot of people don't want to work i know a lot of people that are are living off of the the unemployment right now and they're like hey i i make just as much as i do you know on unemployment than i would if i had a normal job why not why not take it off especially now they're going to give more money uh back to you so there's a lot of work. A lot of people are retiring. A lot of people are starting to um, move out of states, moving one place to another. Places are, are trying to ramp back up trying to get back into business. They're
1: going to be looking for safety people. So don't wait. Don't wait till you get it in hand. Like, hey, I can prove that I'm almost done. And my last tip of advice would be if you're not doing so already, start networking in the safety community. A hundred percent. If you have an ASSP around you, get in there. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's job posting and stuff in those groups, but just start networking alumni uh, that's one
0: of the tricks i learned too uh linkedin i believe you can look at different companies and you can oh, okay. a lot of those people when they're in oh i work for you know xyz company oh and i graduated from columbia southern check it out hey i understand that you work for xyz company and i was uh, wondering if if uh, there's any positions open um my experience that you know just hey contact that person uh personally i don't really i have a linkedin i don't i haven't updated it since I before just I had barely a bachelor, started so updating mine. Yeah, I haven't updated
1: in a long, long, a lot long time. I was really surprised. Like, so I made some updates. I updated my profile, added a new picture, all that stuff. Man, there's there's a lot of people on LinkedIn that are active because I just started getting hit up like crazy when I updated my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I didn't know this many people were active on LinkedIn. Yeah, and
0: that's it's social media. A lot of people still use. It. I was really surprised. So yeah. that's another good tip. And you know, and I know we've never really talked about the like the, the whole LinkedIn thing, but if, especially if you graduate, use that. Hey. Does anybody know any of any jobs? ASSP, go to meetings. Not even just the ASSP, but I know there's a lot of like other, yeah, like you know, wise uh, here in Bakersfield. We have women, yeah, women in safety, engineering, other organizations, practices, uh, cool little programs, um,
1: little classes. Take those. A lot of networking does. Sometimes it's not about what you know, it's about who you know do online groups yeah i'm in a bunch of facebook Sage professional groups i see people posting jobs on there i see people asking for recommendations for jobs yeah uh reddit that's another good Mm -hmm. spot i've
0: seen some people do do work and then of course when you're when you're acting with these people tell them like hey yeah you know one of the big things that i've learned is listening to the the culture of safety safety the culture of safety has really helped me out oh wow okay you listen to that too cool
1: all right, guys. So yeah, that's our plug. <laughs> thank you for hey. listening, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get better at putting some more yes, episode and yes, content out. Now that out. we're back
0: in back in where we want to be.
1: Send us an email at thecultureofsafety@gmail.com. Hit us up on Reddit. What's the Reddit that you're in? Big so, right now? So yeah,
0: um, there were some big changes in Reddit. I know it's been a while, but we've been on Reddit a lot. Safety professionals wasn't very big. We were doing some some stuff here and there. Um, safety was another one but now we're on workplace safety workplace Workplace safety safety is like popping i've gotten more than like 200 upvotes for some of the comments i've been doing lately um of course people are asking about chst asp of course reach out to us especially on reddit if you go to workplace safety and you ask about that i'm definitely going to uh hit you up on it i've been getting
1: really. i've been seeing the the emails come in from workplace safety to our to our emails, so yeah. I know so I feel really,
0: I really feel good about that. You know, it, as soon as I hit on that, like, what's this workplace safety? I'm like, oh wow, there's a lot. Of, it, this is the
1: active community.
0: So there you go. You guys so got yeah, the inside guys, track to the
1: active subreddit. Yeah, get on there. There's a lot of really
0: cool stuff. I was really surprised. That's that's where I was like, man, I'm actually into it now. So I'm like, I'm hitting that all the time. If I can only do that with everything else that I do. Sorry about the the Instagram. I'm Follow working us on, on Instagram,
1: it. the Popular Safety Guys, and yeah. on Facebook at the Culture of Safety. Yeah. And I think I hit everything. No TikTok. And Joe did start at OnlyFans. It's called I, Safety Joe's OnlyFans. It's, it's called uh, Not Safe for Work, and it's just it's <laughs> just all the it, yeah, it's just Dude, not that's safe. A, it's not that's safe. so perfect of a name for yeah, what you it's do. Yeah,
0: OSHA violations. This this is not safe for work, but
1: it's NSFW, but <laughs> not safe for work.
0: But. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? OSHA violation,
1: not safe for work. It's the same thing, right? Dude, that's. Awesome. I don't know why you haven't done that yet.
0: Uh, well, because they already have a Reddit on like, is this okay, OSHA? And it, for some reason, it's Not all for work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all these pictures from like different countries. I'm like, well, we already know that other countries don't have safety standards.
1: Well, I mean, they do. But it just no, depends on don't. the country. I know, but it depends on the country. Yeah.
0: It's like, they're like, oh, here's in China and these so people are So it. I mean, I'm
1: not trying to, we're not trying to, uh, you know, talk down on any of our listeners, Joe, I am. in other countries because we're getting some followings in other countries. Oh, no. Yeah. 100%. But, but um, yeah, I mean, if you are from another country and you speak English, <laughs> Well, obviously they would. They'd be like, "What did they
0: say?" You're welcome know. on
1: the show. I'd like to hear about what kind of safety stuff you guys yeah, have going on in the cool. country. That's I, pretty cool. Definitely get
0: you on the show and and talk and chat you up and and find out about some cool information. So, all right, well, let's yeah. go. We're good. You, you guys have a good one. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. I right, bye.